When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, two heifers together and the two reds together. Two together, first one, second one, third, the two and the white. Second, third, and It's a cold morning in late January. We're in Four Roads, County Roscommon, where 35-year-old Olivia Hines is rounding up her cattle for the march and deciding on the order that they will be shown in the parade ring. The tw- two together, four. Olivier is a farmer with a difference. She's a full-time farmer, but not just that. She's a single lady farming a large sheep and beef enterprise in her own right. With spring around the corner and the calving season about to start, it's time to sell the stock and make room for some new arrivals. He's not too bad. He probably could stay at home. Being from the city, I had never in my life spent time on a farm. So this was all new to me. And I had to start learning fast. Olivia keeps a suckler herd, which means that her cows are raised and bred mainly to produce weanlings which are then sold on. A weaning being an animal newly weaned from its mother. They were born in uh, March, into March, we'll say April, and then beginning of May. They're ready for selling, so we think they're heavy enough and good enough to go. We'd say bull beef, we'd imagine they're going to, but the two heifers, maybe for replacements for somebody else, they're not suitable for us because they're related to our bull, you know. So somebody else might be buying them for beef or for replacement. I'm not quite sure. I suppose I'm one of eight. I have four brothers, three sisters. Pretty unusual that I suppose I'm the full-time farmer when I have four brothers. But I always was. When we were younger, it was always the women that went to farming or went to the marts with our father. When I was in secondary school, if anything had to be done, it could be me that would take the day off or whatever. I always did it. I always wanted to be a farmer. I like outdoor life. I would never have been suitable for office work inside. Don't like that. You know what I mean? It's just something I enjoyed. I don't enjoy every day, but most of the time I enjoy it. When I was in secondary school, I always knew that I was going to get into um, agriculture. Um, I didn't go to Mount Bellia College, but I did uh, did a certificate um, with Chagas part-time. My mother took early retirement. Um, my father as well would have been he got a heart attack when he was young you know what I mean, they needed help we would have, we have a large farm so they needed help so I suppose I was very lucky land was transferred into my name when I was in my early 20s which is quite unusual because most parents wouldn't allow that to happen or wouldn't do that but I was very lucky my parents did that so I have a herd number we say farming in my own right this 
10, 12 years, maybe more. So, you know what I mean? It was. Other people don't do that, you know what I mean? You'd see, when we do go to the march, you'll see it's a lot of older men and women, or older men there, and they don't allow their kids to take up farming or give it to them, and they, when they do hand it over to them, they're too old. How did Olivia's siblings feel about her taking over the farm? They didn't mind because they went to college. They always knew that it was going to be me that was farming as well, you know what I mean? It was no surprise because I've... One sister is a nurse, one sister a teacher, one into horticulture, and my f- three brothers, three out of four of them, is involved in building, and one brother then is a chef. So I come s- five, fifth out of eight, so it was a lot more ahead of me, but it was always me that was interested. Olivia lives on the farm with her parents, John and Mary Hines, who have been farming all of their lives. Your own father, were three brothers or sisters? With the land traditionally being handed down from father to son, it's uncommon for a daughter to take over the farm. Yeah, but it was his mother. You know, his mother that owned the whole lot. My uh, my grandmother owned the farm here. Oh, there you go then. That's more. Yes. Yes. My grandmother. Yeah, she was the lady that lived, was here, was it? Yeah, well, we... That's going back a bit there. However, there is a long line of female farmers in the family. I was 24 when my father handed on the farm to me. He always said that he, he there was no point in waiting until he was dead and then it causes an awful lot of trouble. That was in 1968. Like, that wasn't... Um, the norm them times really he was kind of unique in that way my I, my dad was he always said there's no point in waiting until you're 100 that was one thing he was adamant about that there'd be absolutely no trouble and I had two sisters and they kept a certain amount of land themselves so everyone was happy he was a very far-seeing man in fairness and I'd say in, the man I married, her dad, you know, was he? He? he uh, I mean, he was very willing. When I said to him, "Here, how long ago? How long have you?" Eleven or twelve years ago. I said, "Here goes." Now I said, "There was no point in giving it to somebody else and Olivia here all her life because you know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a big commitment now, farming." And they went. Three of them went to college. One one of them went to working in Dublin, and. Uh, that was the way it was, like, you know, they were coming and going and that, and they had their own careers, and Olivia always had an interest in land, always. So um, I don't think she wanted to be at anything else since she was young. And uh, so we decided then that um, she, she said she'd stay with us, which she did, and uh, I um, decided then that we might give, you know, hand on the farm to her. So she's been farming ever since now, and she's, uh, the olden times, as they say, she kept the home fire burning, you know, and hopefully she'll continue to do that. No, that's just more, they're the cows is actually due to calf, so, you know, next week or two, maybe, 
maybe before that, you know what I mean? So we just bring them home and keep an eye on them. Olivia's farm is spread over two holdings, nestled in the rolling hills of South Roscommon. The rich land is surrounded by neatly built limestone walls. I'm farming uh, at the moment over 200 acres. We'll say where we are at the moment, it was our, my father's place. That's where we lamb all the oats. Cows are all calving there. And we have 40, 45 acres there, we'll say, at the back, back of our sheds. Um, at the moment, we have a lot of cows here. This is where we do all our calving, is in, at our home yard. We have our sheep sheds here. During the summer, we wouldn't really have any sheep on this farm. They'd be on our farm in the crockery. Um, cows and calves will be here for a couple of months and we try and keep the, this home farm closed for the winter time because the land wouldn't really be suitable for out winter and stock so we'll just have it really for in the springtime when the oils are starting to lamb that we can let them out for two or three weeks and move them the need. Yoles we have about 250 including yo lambs uh, cows we have about 75 cows at the moment uh, we'd sell all our wainlands and then we'd have heifers for coming for replacement as well we have one stock bull, he's a limousine but we have him for the heifers and maybe to pick up then from the eye you know, if if we're, if, if cows aren't staying in calf with, with, with the eye, you can know after a while if she's if you repeat it two or three times there's something wrong there, maybe the bull will work maybe the eye didn't suit her um, yeah, so that's really it the AI that Olivia mentions is artificial insemination, where cows are injected with bull sperm to put them in calf. For any cow that doesn't fall pregnant by AI, Olivia has a man on the farm that will come in and lend a hand, her limousine bull. I'm not quite sure where I thought calves came from, but I didn't realise that there was a roaring trade in bull sperm or an IVF clinic for cows moving all around the country. It's a busy day at Castlebury March, where the age-old ritual of buying and selling cattle is in full swing. It's a normal day for Olivia, however it's my first time at a march. So what happens here, Olivia? No, see, this is where all the cattle are pinned, for the different rings. We try and find ours. So the farmers are actually going around at the moment, probably looking at cattle to see what will they buy, or what is any good. Or maybe looking at the before the win. According to the Irish Farmers Association, of the 128,000 farm owners in Ireland, almost 13,000 are female. Yet here at the Mart, it's full of men. We're the only women to be seen. What sort of reactions does Olivia get from the men? Recently, when we were at a mart, I had a hat on, and he was looking. We'd say my father was in the box with me, and he was going, this young lad, and who's the boss? And I was going, oh, my God, you know, the ignorance of some people. But they don't see women, you know. They don't see women in agriculture, we'd say farming or going to marts. I, I, I go and I'd be one of... There could be nobody else there, nobody else, you know what I mean? You might see women's name up on the board, but it's their wife or, or their mother. You don't see them, you know, whereas with me, it's... I am actually... 
actually there. But, you know, it's funny. We built a shed and the local contractor came to do it, you know, and I was there with my father and it was me that wanted the shed built. And I said, I want this, this and this done. And he looked at me like I've had 40 heads. And then he said to my father, now, Jan, what do you want done? And my father looked at him and said, the boss, he called me that day. He said, she's after telling me what she wants. You know, because it took me a while to say, you know, this is a young person coming along and she wants this. Oh, when we were buying the tractor, it was a prime example as well. I was with my brother. My brother came with me, my father was with me. And, you know, I was asking questions, but he was directing the answers to my brother. And I was going, this lad hasn't a clue who's buying it. Yeah, but, but that was it, you know what I mean? That they, they don't expect a female. Even though I was asking the questions, it surely couldn't be her buying the tractor. You know, but it's, you'll still get that, and I'm always going to get that, but it doesn't bother me now one bit at all but another place I ring up and they know me straight away you know what I mean I must be the only woman that rings up looking for parts or whatever but but you, you'll still have that I'd say it's refreshing that there's a young female you know involved in, in agriculture everybody knows my name everybody knows me because there aren't that many young females in Roscommon and we'll say doing farming When we decided to go for AI, yeah, they just produce better wainlands. And we would be looking to, that, they, that they'd leave the country because they are good wainlands. That's what farmers are making good money. We'll say people buying them, exporting the wainlands. So that's what we're looking at. We don't mind who buys them, but you need to produce some top quality wainlands or you're not going to get a good price. You know, it's, it's, people are finally realising that it's quality, not quantity. Up to now, when I looked into a field, I saw black cows, white cows, brown cows. But I'm slowly starting to learn the breeds. Charolais are white. Limousines can be red or black. Belgian blues are white with a hint of blue-grey. Different breeds do different jobs in the farm. And Olivia has her favourites. Cemental is good because it has milk. And it can, you can kind of put a nice blue on them or a Charolais and they produce nice wanelands, you know. Uh, limousines are, yeah, it can be wild, but, you know, they're, they're, they're nice. And, you know, we don't have many Charlie cows, very few. Other people like them, but, yeah, we just like red limousines, black limousines, or cementals. So it's cemental we want for the milk, and we're going for the limousine because they can, you can put any, we'll say, any uh, straw on them. We'll say you can go for a limousine on them, blue Charlie. We'll go for a cow that's long. And we'll say they can produce a good calf. It's not sheep. Other people go for big shapey cows. We wouldn't. You know what I mean? As long as we, she can produce a good calf. And if she's producing one good calf every year, we hold on to her. But if she's wild, which can happen, or not giving you a good calf from AI, we won't keep her. There's no point. You know what I mean? Because we want the best, best possible wins we can get. And when we sell them, we want the best possible price you can get. So there's no point in having a poor wainland, feeding them a lot and you're not getting out the phone. As the auction takes place, Olivia stands in a box beside the auctioneer. She can look out onto the ring, but the buyers cannot see her. The auctioneer nods and winks as he sings the prices. And before you know it, the deal is done and the next cow ushered into the ring. Olivia sold all seven bulls and two heifers, and was happy with the price they went for.
Days like this at the Mart provide farmers with a much-needed cash injection into the business because for certain months of the year, they might not be selling anything. The thing farmers is have lots of money in that. We have lots of assets, but we have very, very little cash, certain amount. You know, certain times of the year. You wouldn't, you know what I mean, you, you wouldn't have it. I have a lot of land taken, so I have to, you know, a certain amount of land is rented. Pay for that, pay for tractors, machinery. And fertiliser, bought some last week and it had increased so much from the from the previous years, it's frightening. You know, I know maybe the prices for, for lambs and whalings are good at the moment, but it's absolutely ridiculous what we have to pay for things, you know. And then people say we get the cheque in the post, but the cheque in the post pays for different things that go on from year to year. That That's what it does on our farm. Maybe other farms is different, you know what I mean? The check in the post. Yeah, as a single farm payment, you know, people would be on about, oh, Jesus, you get X amount of money, but that's that's there to pay bills, you know what I mean? A farmer has to be able to balance his book, you have to be able to do a budget, the same as everything else, that you have money all year round, because banks aren't giving out money. They're not giving out to builders, they're not giving out to farmers either, so you have to have a certain plan that you know what it costs to run every month and what, it, what, what's, what you need to run every month. So... Thankfully, we have sheep because lambs, you're going to be selling them after three months when they're born, you're going to sell after three months. When uh, we'll say a calf, he's born today and I'm going to have him for nine months, so you're not going to have any income on him. So you have to have a certain amount of sheep, and I suppose that's one good thing with them. You know, three months later, you will have something out of them. It's now the end of February, and we're into the lambing season. It's mayhem here in the sheep shed. There are yos and lambs everywhere. This is the busiest time of the year for Olivia, with lots of hectic days and sleepless nights. These are new arrivals, Olivia. Yeah, born this morning. Uh, just give them iodine spectrum. And we tube all our lambs with beasts, and so we're going to give them tubes. The yos have elders, but just seeing as we have a lot coming together, we do always tube them. And... Um, Get some going, gives them a good start. Try one. <laughs> Beastings is the first milk produced by a cow after calving. It's full of antibodies to protect the newborn against disease. Olivia keeps a store of beastings that she gets from a local dairy farmer. Well, gallons of it we, we do. fill half the big freezer. Whenever they have it, we take it. And we take it out then as we want it. I'd say this week we've used 20, 30 litres more. Oh. It's nearly, a cow would want a calf again for them, sure. And we'd, but we'd also give it to calves, you know, if we, if we were, if the cow wasn't, if you could, if she was a bit... twins. Yes, or if she was a bit uh, wild after calving, uh, we'd give them a, a shot to, you know, rather than face into the cow and maybe get hurt or anything. Yeah, and it will help you for prevent them from getting scars and all sorts of disease. Yeah, it does. It's great. But not everybody does know what we do, but I think it gives you a great chance to, to settle and mother them a bit better, and then they're able to suffer. And it's, you know, it's, I know it's time consuming, but sure, when you start. Yeah, I was hoping she'd wait for you. She couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> We'd say since Friday evening, I'd say we've got over a hundred and something yos of land. It's been absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, we'd say Friday evening we went in. We're just setting up pens, and I think ten lambed in the space of about two or three hours. It was absolutely ridiculous, and every evening it has been the same. 
Have you him down a little bit? Now, there's one sick, see her? She's on her own, head down, water bag out, and she's going to lamb. She's making a nest for herself. So she's sick at the moment. We'll give her time because they have been... The routine has been upset now because they were licking other lambs and that, so... I think it's no time for the tea. I hadn't realised before this that the gestation period for a sheep is approximately five months. Back in August, Olivia let seven rams out to her yews, and after 100 days they were scanned to see how many lambs they were carrying. They were then labelled, divided up into different fields and fed accordingly. They were brought back to the home farm a week before they were due to lamb. The O isn't making progress, so Olivia steps in to help her deliver her twin lambs. Just checking. Just checking to see has she has she two tits working because some of the time they get mastitis or we check them and they're fine, but then kind of later on in the year something could happen. So she's two sides working. Easy now. Head and two feet coming. This was another first for me. I had never before witnessed an animal being born. I thought I was going to be squeamish, but I was fine. The first lamb popped out with its feet tucked underneath its chin. You could feel the heat of its body. Should I have another one now? I think. It's away from their mouth. Because um, if, if you don't take it away, they'll die. They won't get air in, so that's how you can lose lambs as well, just being caught in the water bag and not releasing it. If the O didn't get up in time, or if I didn't clean that away, he'd die. You have only a matter of seconds. The second lamb is on the way. Missing the leg. So I'll have to put him with one hand in the leg. See, my hand is ideal for this as well because it's small compared to some. We say men are well. Because some yours can be, we'll say tight, but it can be extremely hard to get your hand in. Some people put straw up their nose, I just blow in their ear. And get some bone. No. So two little white ones, Charlie's. Yeah. Different. They're black. You see, they were suffering. And does that depend on the ram? Mm. Charlie ram. Charlie ram is with, with them. I would say suffering them must have been with other ones, you know. we. We keep our own replacements and we buy in rams, so we let Charlie's and Suffolk's all out. So the mother is taken to that yeah. one now straight away? Yeah, that's it, yeah. So we'll put them in a pin now. Let her lick them for a few minutes. We'll tube them, spray them, spectrum, them, and we'll give her water and nuts, and she'll stay there now for the day. Or otherwise, it could stray away and she'll take to one and not the other, but. We have, uh, that pin is, is free, so she'll be left with them. And we'll take them out of this pin tomorrow and put them into 
a different shed maybe tomorrow or if they're strong enough and hardy enough we might let them out feed them and come back in three months and we'll sell them <laughs> he's cute yeah but I wouldn't have heard would you get, would you get attached to them um, I wouldn't no but I haven't time to be sentimental like that with them but he's just a cute little lemmy in there now because we're so busy we haven't time to be we have them to make money other people are looking at them in a different way do you know what I mean if we were to think that way, you wouldn't have them, you wouldn't send them to the factory. And... With generations of history and tradition, it's a big responsibility to take over the family farm, and Olivia does not take this lightly. Even at 35, she's given consideration to who might take over from her. So do you want to be a farmer now? I wouldn't mind it. I'm not farming cows or anything. I'll just, I'll just farm sheep. And you told me before you'd sell the place? <laughs> no, that was when I was like 10. And what age you know? 11. <laughs> you told me you said, uh, what, what cars are you into? Tell Sarah now your lifestyle you'd like to use. Ferraris. <laughs> so do you think you'd be a farmer, Sarah? Well, Ferrari Jeep. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Farmers that are there and are reluctant to let go the the ties, but, you know, do it. Because, you know, it, it's a pity to see the way uh, some farms are going, like, and people, you know, young lads, have no say. Oh, it's desperate. Yeah. And you can see it, and you can see it. They know that they haven't a say in the world, you know, the, the mother or the father or whoever ruled the roost, and that's it until whatever. It's too late, then they pass on. You know, you need to be working as a team. Yeah. And hopefully the next generation will take up the mantle now. And it looks like if it's women again. You yeah, have nephews now as well, but you look at... Yeah, it's, it's whoever has an interest in it, and that's the way it'll go, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's whoever has an interest in whoever wants it, and some of them do tell me they'll sell it for this amount of millions, and I'm thinking, oh, my dear God, you're not getting it anyway, you know what I mean? Because that'd be the one thing that you'd be afraid. I'm sure my parents would often have been afraid, you know, if you give it to this person, and will they sell it? See, you oh, don't no, know. No, no, no. But I said to him, you're not going to get it. And then he'll go, oh, no, I won't sell it. But you know what I mean? It's a bit of fun between them all because obviously if no. we're not married or have kids, but look at it, whoever wants it, let it be male or female and they'll get it. And I won't leave it, hopefully, till I'm near dead to give it to them either because there's no point. Why not give it to, to young people when they're young and you can help them? Olivia tries to keep her calving season compact as it allows her to sell a lot of animals at the one time. And twins, you missed twins since you were... Yeah, we hadn't twins. Since you came, we had twins. Two little black lads. Yeah, up there. Yeah, I'm expecting about four, but one has, one has came already. I was hoping my visits would coincide with the new arrival. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, see him? Cute. And we got the other lad in, I'd say, two days ago. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He might be in luck. Over the years, Olivia has worked hard to develop the farm by building sheep sheds, slatted sheds, investing in a new tractor and facilities for handling the animals. 
She has designed the work so that she can manage on her own for the most part. So it has to be that I can do it most of the time on my own. Because, you know, you have to be. You know, that's why we have a good tractor that you can put in silage twice a week and you have it done in a half an hour. We have good trailers to move stock from one place to the other. We have a quad bike that you can get in. Uh, cows for AI and or and we have good fencing, you know, and any fencing we can we need to do we do it ourselves, but it has to be that it is handy, it is safe, and you can do it as quick as you can. Um, hardest job I'd find that I couldn't do on my own, no matter how I tried, is pull a calf. You know what I mean? You can have the jack with you, we'll say a calving jack with you, but it it's it, it is hard. Maybe men could do it on their own, but I just find it that. It would be hard, and I wouldn't like to have to do it on my own because the the animal could be a bit wild or if anything happened. And I, it's just one job I won't do on my own. You have to have somebody with you, regardless how good or bad they are. You just can't do that on your own. But there's certain other jobs, same as men. They can't do on their own, I'm sure. But for a woman, it's... Yeah, you have to be physically and mentally big and strong, but there's certain jobs I can do. We'll say for sheep, I have no problem pulling lambs because I have a small hand, whereas men, it'd be different, you know. I'd never have to bring a, a sheep to the to the vet or anything like that. See, see that I can do, whereas, you know, for men, it might be different. You know, there's certain jobs I can do that they can't or, you know, vice versa. All of this time out in the fields made me think that there must be a certain solitude to being a farmer. There are times when Olivia wouldn't see a person from one end of the day to the other. I would say um, it, it, it can be a, a lonely life for people. Does she ever get lonesome? Well, she doesn't have time to get lonesome, really, because she's involved in ladies' football and she does the mini-marathons and things like that. She keeps herself motivated that way. When I head off in the tractor, you want a good radio or something because, you know, you, may, you won't see anybody. Once they, we'll say the building has stopped, I can travel seven, ten miles on the road and I might meet only two people on the road. You know what I mean? If you ever broke down, there's nobody there this last two or three years. Before that, you were being ran over by lorries and that. That's true. But you know what I mean? If I hadn't my nieces and nephews, we'll say, and brothers and sisters, who would you see? You know what I mean? You're going out feeding cattle and you won't see a neighbour. They're not there. You know what I mean? They could have other jobs. or Especially when farmers were part-time and they were working. She hadn't time to talk to you. You know, whereas me, it's different. You know what I mean? You know, I'm very lucky. I have great friends that will pick up the phone and ring you. You know what I mean? That I am involved in things. and But I like to be involved. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't see myself any other way. You know what I mean? If, if I wasn't training or if I wasn't working... If I hadn't training on a Tuesday evening, I have a training, but on a Wednesday or Thursday, I mightn't come in until seven or eight. You know what I mean? I don't sit down and don't watch telly. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? You, you'd be long enough doing that in the dark evenings, whereas now you want to be out and about doing something. And that's the way I am. Other people don't do that. And, you know, they'd be a lot better off, healthy, we'll say physically and mentally, if they were involved in things. Why, would, why should you be lonely? And why should you be, you know, I, anybody can be depressed, but... but you shouldn't put yourself in that position, you know what I mean? You know, just because I'm farming, uh, lots of people are in jobs and they don't see anybody or don't talk to anyone. They could be looking at a computer all day or they could be, you know, answering a phone all day. So, no, I, I don't put myself in that position. I hope I never will either. I'll give you an 
As the weeks go by, I call back to the farm, but keep missing the opportunity to see a calf being born. How did he get this? Just pleurisy. Um, Infection is well, pleurisy is is the lungs sticking to the chest wall. I meet Liam O'Malley, the vet, who has some bad news about a six-week-old calf that might need to be put down. Pleurisy is inflammation between his lungs and his chest wall, and they stick to it. And if it happens down around his heart area, the heart sticks. It reduces its capacity to expand and fill up with blood and pump the blood out. So what happens? So he's not pumping enough blood around in his system, and he appears anemic when he opens his eye. But he's holding his head out straight to clear his airway because the swelling is affecting. His but he's not able to suck the cow then, more or less. So. No, no, he hasn't time. To I meet Frank Curley, the scanning man, who has good news about cows who calved earlier in the year that are now back in calf again. Grand, lovely, in calf, somewhere between. Three and a quarter and three and a half months. Maybe three and a quarter will have you there. Probably doublet. He has what to me is like a mobile ultrasound machine and scans cows and sheep to see if they are pregnant and finds out how far along they are. So if I check the docket, he'll actually be probably to the day nearly. Today, 12 cows are being scanned. See if the gloves on. Gloves on, my helmet, well, kind of visor, and a backpack, and the probe in my hand. So, so it's kind of straightforward after that. Then we put the cows up individually, up to shoot one after another, and then uh, we we probe them. Um, so after thirty days, we know, and then we should be able to pick twins and give a kind of an idea of when they'll be calving. You know, the dates within striking distance. Oh, it's a, you're from Femme back on there. Not a bit. Oh, this, this, this is, is all new. I've learned a lot now the last few months. Well, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Right, in care. Two and a half, Livia. Grand, perfect. Okay. Very good. When was the last time this girl was inseminated, Livia? Would she be both around the moon? Yeah, so she's with the bull. She isn't the eye now, I'd say. All right, fine. Just like she's 27 or 8 days there now. But she's in calf. Yeah, we'll, we'll just recheck her the next time we, we're going through them. Make sure I have what I think I have. A month, we'll say. Yeah, put her down for one month and put her down when we're going through them. Grand, right? Lovely. That's great. Full house. All 12 cows are in calf, 11 by AI and won by the limousine bull. That evening, just after I left the farm, I got a call from Olivia to say that a cow was sick, as they say, or about to calf. I quickly turned back. I was determined not to miss it this time. So farming is definitely not a Monday to Friday 9 to 5 job. There's a heifer there just calving out, so she has a water bag passed, so we give her... We'll give her a while, we'll give her an hour, uh, one hour at least now and see, kind of. She should have him herself, you know what I mean, but we'll leave her a while, because we're here for the evening anyway, so we'll just see how she gets on, as long as they're out and alive and lively. That's the main thing. This heifer is in calf to the limousine stock bull. 
She is now secured behind a gate in the calving pen. What are you getting ready there, Olivia? Oh, just uh, getting the ready. I just put a little bit of water on them to kind of soften them a little. And I have gel in my hand. And we have the calving jack. I have iodine when he's born. And a rope here if in case his head isn't coming. And he's coming the right way. But hopefully he's coming the right way. Then we won't have to rope him. So. Olivia's brother, Porrick, is here to give a hand. Huh? One, two, and a head, Jeff, all is there. Yeah, all is there. His feet are just here now. He is a big calf. So the feet are coming there. Yeah. He's putting the rope around the feet. Second. Second. Go. I'm not going. I'm holding. Now I need to get the other leg. His head is coming there now. So we just give him a little bit of gel. See, that's why you wouldn't do it on your you shouldn't man. I wouldn't do it on my own, do you know what I mean? Thankfully we never had that, but maybe if her head was locked, see there, her head isn't held. It isn't secured, do you know what I mean? We just have her tied behind a gate. It's um yeah, let's go to you now. And... She uses the calving jack to ease the calf out. It's a little pressure hopping. It was the equivalent, I suppose, to three or four men. See the head coming? So we take it easy now. Give her a chance. There yeah, she's forcing the outside. So we give her every opportunity to help us. Don't show me the game. Now, head out. There we go. A brown coloured, perfectly formed calf arrives. It's a red limousine like his father. We know how to put a little bit of water just on his head, down along your hand and into his ear. Cow licks him now, she won't lick that out of him. And for infections as well. So, is it a boy or a girl? A little girl. Female. Now, yeah, Siri, out now, you for a few minutes. I have to leave the pen in case the cow gets a bit wild after calving. Once again, I'm struck by the magic of an animal being brought into the world. 
That's nice, you got one. God, nature's amazing. Isn't it? Do you know what I mean? To think we're scanning today and then, you know what I mean, you have cans like that then. It really is, wow. God, that's brilliant now, <laughs> You never saw that before? No. No, and I didn't paint. <laughs> Look at the steam off the calf. Yeah, sees after coming out something hot, you know what I mean. But you know he's doing his best to get up. And that's what you want. You want alive and mad to get up. You know what I mean? It's amazing to think he wasn't out ten, fifteen minutes ago. Summer has arrived and it's nearly time to sell the lambs and to shear the sheep. Farming is often misunderstood by those of us who aren't farmers. I've learned that it's so much more than a job. It's a way of life, revolving around the weather, the seasons and the animals. Farming is different. It is, it's eight days hard. It's seven days a week. You can plan what you like, but it may not happen. You know what I mean? Sunday, regardless, if you were out Saturday night, you have to be up early in the morning, do your jobs, and, and, and do what you like. Then you know. Whereas this time of the year, we always have to be at home. Don't get me wrong, we do get a, a couple of hours off or, or something, you know, or if you have to go somewhere, someone will cover for you or do something, but you know, but hours, we'll say this time of the year, are longer. It has its pluses and its minuses, but I can't say that I can never do anything, you know what I mean? If I know in advance, maybe I may be a bit late. If, if a yo is lambing or a cow is calving, I could be a little bit late, but at least I can never say, no, I can't do that because I'm farming. That's, that's not the case. But it's, it's nice to see cows being born and lambs being born and that, you know, the hard nights is worth it, but it's to get them to the other end, is, it's, it's a pretty good feeling as well. It was nice to think, you know what, it wasn't too bad at all. <laughs> it was worth it. 